Welcome back to Your Life 180, Your Success Channel. I'm your host, Carmen Alicia. Remember, every episode is raw and uncut because it's important to keep things real as we delve into the heart of the matter. So if you're joining us for the first time in the launch of this channel, this is episode three of a three-part success foundation series. So thanks everyone for listening in. And if you haven't already, be sure to download parts one and two and keep listening for details on how to win free my ultimate success program. Now, there are some things that you absolutely have to have, or rather something that you have to have in order to attain or achieve success. Without it, you will absolutely fail. This is an absolute. So let's get started with the third episode called Your Absolute Necessary Key to Success. (laughs) So how many of you have ever driven across a bridge or flown in an airplane or driven a car or used a cell phone? How many of you are wearing clothes? (laughs) Or how many of you use a microwave or a refrigerator or a washer or a dryer or a broom or a pencil, paper, vacuum cleaner, a lamp, a rug, an extension cord. Now I bet you're wondering where on earth are you going with this Carmen Alicia? This is so random. In fact, it's not. Every single thing in existence from an oven mitten to a space shuttle, from a doormat to an exquisitely designed building. In fact, all of creation began with a vision and without it, there is nothing. In fact, Proverbs 29, 18 specifically tells us that without a vision, people perish. Now, unfortunately, I feel like we're living in a time where perishing is a sad norm. It's actually a majority. A lot of times I believe that we think that we see the evidence of the perishing when we look at the homeless in our community or those who are incarcerated, in jail or in prison. But I believe that the largest number of those who are perishing aren't the homeless. It's not those who are imprisoned, but it's actually those who are living the settled for life of mediocrity. Think about it. How many people do you know that are running that rat race, you know, working the nine to five, you know, that are living that settled for life? The majority of it. That's why we have the, you know, Monday blues or the thank God it's Friday mindset because people are living jobs that they don't like from day to day trying to get to retirement. Well, don't know that there's such thing as retirement with the J-O-B anymore, only to look back over their lives and, and be filled with regret. If you're not living every single day with excitement and enthusiasm, you dread your Mondays and you can't wait to get to your Fridays, that's a problem. And that would inspire the need for a wake-up call. And that's most of working class America or society for that matter, regardless of what country you're in. Or think about the wealthy. How many times have we heard the stories of the wealthy getting to the end of their days only to regret having spending useless time away from the people and the things that matter the most? Those two groups are the most dangerous. 
the wealthy because living for the rich, the things, the materialism, it's an empty life. And then the largest number, the working class, that's dangerous because everybody knows that the homeless, the poor, the incarcerated need to make a change. But when you are comfortable in your misery, living that settled for life, dreams are easily remained buried and unrealized. So it's actually vision. It's vision that energizes and propels us into that enduring action that's needed to achieve our dreams, to fulfill our purpose. Now, with that being said, I want to talk about three components of a vision. Okay, the first component is a dream. Think of dreams in terms of a puzzle. You've got this box of a thousand pieces. You dump out all of the pieces on the table, but then you set the box top with the picture of the end result in a place where you can see it. That's your vision. Okay, that's what a dream represents. This in enthusiastically springboards you into action of putting those pieces together. And then as you're getting on piece 400, you start getting drained and it's like, oh my gosh, is this picture ever going to be done? But then you look at the box top again and then it's like, wow, I really want to complete this beautiful picture, this beautiful portrait. So a dream is also the energy that sustains you and keeps you going in that action until you've completed that beautiful picture, that beautiful portrait. The second component of a vision is your life. And your life is what I say is in terms of the pieces of the puzzle. It's basically a blank canvas. You've got all these pieces that are just waiting to come together and that and have that dream appear on your life. So that's what the second component is. Now, the third is what you do with your life. And what you do with your life is the brush and the colors that gives beautiful expression to the dream or that end picture that's going to be displayed through your life. Now, a lot of people are intimidated by the idea of a vision because the vision is so huge. And a lot of people don't know quite where to get started. Or as they get started, things happen and they don't know how to get back up and keep moving. But I want to say this as an encouragement to you. Everybody starts with a blank canvas. Everybody starts with null and void. And God, our creator, the ultimate dream giver is our example because he too started with null and void. And we've all heard the creation story in Genesis that in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. Well, what it says is God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was void and without form. That was God's blank canvas. And then we all know the rest of the story. It says, God said, let there be. You know, there was light, there was sun, moon, seasons, vegetations, and animals. And then lo and behold, look at creation now. You can clearly see the beauty of God's personality expressed in all of creation. His vision come to life. The beautiful ocean, the waterfalls, tropical greenery of the rainforest, Fields of wild flowers set against the backdrop of the snow-capped mountains in the distance or the crystal clear night of stars twinkling with quiet brilliance and then the magnificence of the various animals and their beauty, the speed of a leopard, the memory of elephants, the gracefulness of dolphins, the majesty of lions, the faithfulness of dogs, the finicky of kittens and cats. 
And then God's ultimate, ultimate grand design, man made in his very image. So all of creation began as a dream, a vision in the mind of God. So I want to encourage you, you are the masterpiece that God created to accomplish good works. God has a dream for your life, a vision, a vision of prosperity that's intended to enrich this world and make it a better place. Okay, so now that you know that you cannot achieve success without a vision, the question remains, how do you find it? How do you find your vision? And I definitely wanted to address that. But let me sidestep a little bit and address what I thought was a more difficult question. And that is the question of, well, you know what? I had a vision. I just blew it. I missed my opportunity. So how do I get my vision back? So that was the question that I had. In fact, I saw that there are others who were living out my very dream. But here's, here's an idea for you. So imagine this. This beautifully handcrafted, designed porcelain teapot. Just beautiful. Serves up a great cup of hot tea. One day, it drops. It's dropped and it gets broken. Does the potter throw it away? Nah, not this potter, because this potter spent so much effort designing this beautiful teapot. There's none other, there's none other like it that can serve the purpose that that particular teapot serves. Yes, there are lots of teapots, but each teapot has a unique design and purpose that no other teapot can fulfill. So what does the potter do? The potter glues it back together. But here's a reality. Some of the pieces were so small or so, and so significant that they were broken, irreplaceably so. So what the potter does is creates a substitute to put in place of those little pieces that were lost. And now it's got a different purpose. Still consistently that teapot that has a design that no other teapot has, but its purpose has been altered just a little bit. So I say that as an example of us, we all fall, we all make mistakes. And yes, we can delay our dreams and our visions and our purpose because of the choices that we make. That's the reality of life. There are consequences to everything that we say and do, be it good or bad. But the beauty is God can pick us back up, put us back together and get us on our way to living out our dreams and purposes. Now, in my case, in realizing that I missed or delayed my window of opportunity, if you will. I now serve that same purpose, but with the pieces that God has substituted in my life, my picture has changed a little bit. So I will spend a lot of time in delivering the message that God has given me to people who have made mistakes, who have fallen, who have dropped the ball or sidestepped their dreams and goals, and encouraging you that you can have a do-over. This isn't just about how to achieve your dreams and the steps from beginning to end. This is how to allow the Lord to give you beauty from, from ashes and to live purposely and still impact the, the world for good the way God intended. You are who you are by God's design. In Jeremiah 1, the Lord had called Jeremiah to be a prophet. God designed who he was in the womb. That 
has not changed. And then in Psalm 139, let me get there now. It says, it says that before a single day had come to pass, you had created all of my days. So God has you in mind. He had you in mind before you were even born. So you are who you are. So all of that to say this, regardless of your starting point, be it from scratch and you're just getting out there in life, trying to figure out what your dreams look like, what your goals and vision is, or if you're starting from a pile of ashes, purpose is to be discovered and it is not to be made. And believe it or not, the Lord wants you to know. He wants to tell you more than you actually want to know. I'm going to give you three scriptural examples of that. And I'll start off going from Old to New Testament. In Jeremiah 33, verse 3, it says, Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets that you do not know about things to come. Okay. The next one we might have all heard. I think it's really popular is actually in Matthew chapter 7. And I will read verses 7 through 11. And that is, this is from the New Living Translation, by the way. And that is, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Verse 8, for everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Verse 9, you parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Verse 10, or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Of course not. Verse 11, so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? And then finally, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through, let me get to it. Verses 9 through 12. And I think you might have heard this. It says, that is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For the spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit, and no one can know God's thought except God's own spirit. And we have God's spirit, not the world's spirit. So. We can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. So those are just a few of the many examples of the fact that God has a vision for you, a life filled with abundance and prosperity, and he wants you to know, and he wants you to get there from A to Z. So what I'm going to do now is just provide a couple of examples or some examples that can help you piece together, quote unquote, who you look like in terms of your vision and your dreams. So I'll start off with the obvious example. Now, when you look at a coffee pot, you know you're not going to be grilling a steak on it. You know you're going to be brewing coffee. Or when you look at a boat, you know you're not going to be wearing it. I know these examples are silly, obviously obvious, if you will. But I, I say this because 
generally speaking, you can tell the purpose of an object by its design. And I really emphasize generally speaking, because there are a lot of people who step into a destiny that had absolutely taken them and others by surprise. For an example, an introvert being this amazing speaker and and preachers. I've seen this. It's just awesome. But that's the beauty of who God is. The next is you can get an idea of what your vision is for your life by this scripture in Haggai. Chapter 1, verse 14. What happened in the book of Haggai is the Lord had called the people to rebuild the temple. The temple had gotten into ruins over time. And so he called them to rebuild the temple. But here's the thing. In verse 14, it says, he sparked their enthusiasm. He he sparked their enthusiasm. He gave them a desire, a passion to accomplish the task. So with that in mind, my question or questions for you to consider is, what things are you passionate about? What energizes you to live zealously? What do you like? What things do you not like? Now, keep in mind when you're answering these questions, your personality as it is, is by God's design and choice. Your character as it is, is by your design and your choice. Okay. Now, here's another, another thing that can, that can help. Personality tests, tests. I've taken a couple of them and it's basically a series of questions that you answer. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just that based on those answers, there are typical professions or jobs or careers or things that are best matched with that personality mindset. So those are good. I believe that God put it on the heart of those who created those tests to help those who are in search because it's so vital that we have a purpose. Without it, we are in such a stalemate type of living, going nowhere, okay? The last thing that I want to point out in this three-part series that can really aid and be partnered with those other suggestions is the fact that in every single society in the world, there are seven spheres of influences that impact all of life. No matter where you go, no matter how advanced technologically or how behind or not up to the times, technologically speaking, these seven spheres of influence remain. And that is religion, education, government, family, business, media, arts and entertainment. Now, as you're piecing together, quote unquote, who you look like in terms of your vision, consider these seven spheres of influences. Which one of these spheres of influences really moves your passion? Which do you really, really, really enjoy the most? And how do you see yourself in these spheres of influences? So those are the things that can help you put together your vision. And Remembering that everybody starts with null and void and you get to your journey from beginning to end one step at a time. Thank you so much for listening to the launch of this channel and continue to listen 
for future episodes. Every Thursday, there's going to be a new episode of practical ways that you can implement in your daily living to reach and achieve your dreams. Don't forget to enter in to win free my ultimate success program. This program is valued at $3,600 and this is what you'll get. You will get every single step-by-step guide along with the resources, the tools, and the, the support and coaching that will help you achieve your goal or your specific project that you have in mind from A to Z. Thank you again for listening. Next week's episode title is One Easy Way to Completely Change Your Life. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.